0: welcome to courageous leadership with virginia prodan training you to lead with courage
1: hello everyone we are so happy to be here on our podcast courageous leadership with virginia prodan as you know Uh, by uh, reading my memoir, Saving My Assassin, or from my speech, I am all about courageous leadership. We have to be courageous under any circumstances in order to change our country and to change the life that we are supposed to live in freedom and not fearful of the circumstances. Today, we have a very special uh, guest, who illustrates that kind of courageous leadership. Her name is Jenna Powell. She is an Ohio State representative of the 18th House District. Jenna, welcome to our podcast.
0: I would love for you to introduce yourself. Wonderful Virginia, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on today. Um, So as you mentioned, my name is Jenna Powell. I am the state representative for the 80th House District, which is um, all of Miami County and Southern Dart County in Ohio. So a beautiful state of Ohio. And I believe I represent one of the best districts in the entire state. Um, I am serving my second term in the Ohio House.
1: Can you tell um, our audience and, and viewers, what, how you started and what was the point where you
0: said, um, I need to be involved? Absolutely. So I uh, was born and raised on a farm in Southern Dark County. So a little bit different than politics, as most people uh, realize. Um, I had a lot of siblings. So there were seven kids in my family, and I grew up on it in a conservative home. So a home that believed that America was special, but also believed that truth is founded in the word of God. So I grew up and learned a lot of these principles from a young age. Um, And when I was about 13 years old, I knew that I wanted to be a business owner. So not politics at all. And I actually started um, college business classes at 13 years old. My, my parents really helped uh, foster innovation in, in me at a young age. And so I started business at a young age, and uh, I did that for quite a few years. I co-founded our first company uh, when I was 17 years old with a couple of my siblings. It was a digital advertising company. Um, so I worked with small business owners across the state of Ohio, and I had a huge passion for small business. and And what I started realizing was, People, when they started a business, people put it all on the table. They said, I've I've worked hard and I have an idea and I, I want to fulfill that dream in America. And what I started realizing was how often that government got in the way of people achieving their American dream in our state. And so that kind of started the wheels turning and saying, hmm. Something needs to be a little bit different. Um, I also, in the summer of 2016, I went to Israel for the first time. And I remember going there and thinking, I just think it's going to be incredible to walk where Jesus walked. Um, and while that was an incredible experience, uh, what I also realized when I was there was that there was a lot of political issues around the world that don't happen in, in America. That because people fight for our freedom, that that people have Uh, the freedom in our nation, unlike anywhere else in the world. And I remember I was standing on the Gaza Strip, and um, there was was all these little kids, and there was actually a playground. And and at the playground, someone pointed over and said, oh, do you see that? And I looked over, and it actually looked like a kid's playground and a big caterpillar. Um, But what the gentleman actually continued telling us was that it was a bomb shelter for children, because within 15 seconds, children at any time had to be able to get to a shelter um, because of the war that was happening and and the issues around that area. And I remember just that gentleman telling us and and sharing with us that many of the children suffer from PTSD and a lot of difficulties from the fear that they have. And so I I went there in the summer of 2016, and that was really the start in the journey for me to say, I have to protect our freedoms here in America. And actually, the following year, I went to March for Life um, in Washington D.C. for the first time, and I'm, I'm very pro-life. And at that that event, it really showed me that as a Christian, as an individual, we have to speak forth truth, and we have to fight for the millions of people that don't have a voice. And so, God opened a lot of doors. Truly, and someone came to me um, one summer and said, "Hey, have you considered running for office?" um and at that time i was i think i was 23 or 24 years old and i remember i chuckled and said i am not interested in that i have multiple businesses i'm i'm running those i'm really passionate about that um but god really changed my heart and said to be a voice for the vulnerable is what I want you to do. And so I kind of jumped into the uh, initial primary. It was a four-way primary and um, through just a lot of hard work and, and and God working a lot of things out, I, I won with over 50% in a four-way primary. Um, and so I, I then went on to win the general election. And I remember the day I was sworn into office, I thought, while I don't necessarily know every detail of what this job entails, uh, because it was brand new to me, I just turned 25 years old, um, I knew that I wanted to be a voice for an incredible group of people in my community. I wanted to fight for them and fight for people that maybe hadn't had a voice in the Ohio House for, for a long time. Um, and so from there, I and now am in my second term, and it has been an honor to represent a community that I love. It's been an honor to stand up and, and speak truth when, when maybe no one else is doing that. And so that's kind of how I I ended up in Columbus and um, it's been a very interesting experience, but you know, day by day it's it's been an honor to be a voice for people that, that don't necessarily have one and, and fight for the most vulnerable.
1: That is amazing how many things we have in common. I discovered that we have so many things in common one thing that you said when you were 13 years old, you discovered that you wanted to be a business person uh, for a specific reason. And many times in my book, Saving My Assassin, in my speech, I always talk about that I was six years old and I watched my parents being politically correct in socialist, communist Romania and whispering and outside of the home being politically correct and inside of home whispering, yeah how horrible the socialist and communist was. And for that reason, God put on my heart, hmm. I felt an insecurity as a as a person, but also God put on my heart a fire to find the truth and, and figure out why adults know the truth but are fearful and speak up for the truth. So that's the reason why I went to law school. And many times I tell people the audience and i hope people watching us and hearing us will think about what is in your heart that god put and you say it's not right done in this area that might be your mission that might be what you are created to do and take that into consideration and do it don't wait for you know, the government to do it or someone else. One of the things that you said was your visit to Israel. To me, he is coming to America and and 30 years ago or more than 30 years ago and seeing the beauty of america and rebuilding my life going back to law school and raising three kids the first one went to the same school like me smu the second one from harvard law school and my son from mm-hmm. united states air force academy there is no country that can offer you what america offers you you work hard and you can do this and you can be Involved in politics. I am involved in politics and everybody should be involved. You said about marching for life. Yes, we all are created for a reason and the person that God created is not for us to decide if that that baby will live or not. And we have to speak up for the truth, even when nobody speaks, or even when our lives or our livelihood might be in danger. God is in control, and I am a living proof that he can protect us, he can guide us, and he can shine in us. And Obviously, Jenna, Christ shines in in your life. I want to ask you what would you say to a younger person like you or people different ages that will say, Well, I didn't start like you when you're 13. Well, I don't have this and that and so forth. We always try to find justification that we don't have this and that. What would you say to them to encourage them to be involved, you know, from, you know, school board to um, representing their their community in a state or, um, or even in, in federal um,
0: area? What would you say to them? Yeah. So, Virginia, I, I would anyone that is is young or of any age, what I would look at them and I often hear people saying, well, you know, I don't have what you have or I don't have the gifts that you have. And so what I would look at that person and say, and, and I remember watching a movie when I was young, so I'm going to quote a movie. Um, and the quote was never despise meager beginnings. And that's what I would say to an individual is never despise the, the beginning in which that God gave you, whether you start, um, you know, on day one with a lot or a little, God can use you if you allow him to. And that's where, you know, it is our life of sacrifice for his glory and that God does not make mistakes. And so wherever you're at right now, what I would look to that person, I would say is, is you were created with a purpose and each person is given that drive, that, that that, that God is putting inside of them saying, I want you to do this, X, Y, Z. And no matter if it's big or no matter if it's small, God calls us as Christians to be faithful to the calling that he has placed on our lives. And there might be some people that are listening saying, I don't know exactly what that call is. And that's fair. You know, not everyone knows that on day one. When I first got into politics, I got into it because I knew that that's where God was leading me. And as I have now stepped forward in faith, I very clearly see that this is the calling that he has placed on my life. And with that calling, he gave me a passion for it. And so I would look at that person and say, don't despise meager beginnings. Take that one step forward, no matter how small or no no matter how big it looks, no matter how scary it is, um, that God will, um, will find that that like courage to give to you and that when you are faithful, he um, blesses that faithfulness. And so I would look at that person and say, walk one step further, no matter how big or no matter how small that is, because God um, loves faithfulness. That is so true.
1: And I will say the Bible tells us that God will put his hand on our back and say, this is a way, walk in it. So many times in my life, I didn't know if it was an invitation from people or it was an invitation from God to do it. But God will make it clear if you want to do it. And also, I will not uh, discourage people. You know, so many times, I God never gave me a job. When he finished telling me the job, my reaction was, Lord, I can't do it. And I start, I don't have so-and-so because God gives us a job that we cannot do it on our power. We need to depend on him. We need to create a community that will support us. So don't be discouraged to look at yourself and say, well, I cannot do it. I don't have it. I am too small. And by the way, I'm under five feet tall. Uh, you know, when people see me, they, the beauty is that they can realize and see the power of God in me. That's, that's the way it is. And God, you are so right. God put skills and talent in each one of us to use it in in a way that He will be glorified and magnified and you will rejoice. I don't know if everybody feels this, if you feel this, but when you do God's job and He equips you, He gives you everything, it's like many times you ask yourself and they pay me for that,
0: (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we see in scripture where it says, in our weakness, He is made strong. Um, And that's something that oftentimes when you're walking into a new situation, you say, I'm not equipped for this. I'm not, um, you know, strong enough for this. I'm not courageous enough. Um, but that is kind of the beauty of the gospel that in our weakness that God shines through and says, through me, you can do all things through yourself. You're going to come short. And that is the beauty of the gospel in our lives. Yes. I, yeah, uh, I put on my
1: Facebook, uh, a song battles um and- the battles belong to the, to the Lord. And I underline the fact that it's true. The battles is of the Lord, but he invites us to be his soldiers in his army. And the beauty is that Christ never lost a battle. So we should be very grateful to be invited in an army who, who never lost a battle. And we walk in victory. What would you say to the person who will say, how can I help you in your, maybe people in your area, people in your district, they will say, huh, I never thought about this, but maybe I can help you. How they can
0: get in touch with you and help you? Absolutely. So, you know, people that are in my district, what I, what I say first and foremost is um, if you have a family, to love them well. Um, to teach them well, to lead them in a courageous manner. Because oftentimes when problems um, come to state government, it's because of a breakdown in society on the very base level when it comes to the family. And so if people are looking and saying, how do I serve? Well, first off, service starts in your own heart. Service starts leading yourself in a courageous manner. And service starts as if you have a family, leading them well in the way of the Lord, teaching them truth from the Bible. These are all things that help build a strong society. Um, so I would definitely say that that is a great place to start. And if you're already doing that and, and you're already involved in your local church and serving your neighbors and you're doing all those things and you want to get involved on a state level, I would say is is be informed. You know, when when you go to the battle and of the public square, you have to know where truth is founded. You have to know what you believe and why you believe what you believe. So knowledge is power. So I would say these are all really important things to start speaking out in your community, that I believe that life begins at conception. I believe that marriage is between one man and one woman. And so for for individuals, oftentimes when when the problems come to the state, they're so far confused in people's minds um, that the conversation is very difficult um, because people have completely different basis points and starting points for a conversation. So I would really look look at someone and say, Start in your community. Do you know your neighbor? Are you caring for children next door? Are you caring for your own children and leading them well? Um, so, that is one thing I ask everyone in our community to do because that's going to help me on a state level. Um, and then, as always, stay informed of what's happening with politics. See, so if it's not your life, don't make it your idol, but be informed of what's going on on a state level. Be informed because, you know, there's power in the people in America. And that's the beauty of our form of government. Um, contact their state representative or their congressman and let them know their thoughts um, because that is important but definitely ensure that you are starting with leadership in your home in your church and in your community thank you so very much we're gonna end here it's so beautiful
1: i really appreciate you coming here jenna and everything that you shared with us we're surely gonna have you again and again thank you
0: wonderful thank you so much for having me want to know more about Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com.